0: of the world. It is Sunday, the 25th of 2023, and you are here on Revolving Door. We're going to get you started here in just a minute, but uh, let's start us off with a song from Tex Porter, Wimberly Girl. Yeah, we're back with you here in the studio as I'm um, getting Angelo his uh, headphones and uh, get set up here. So, is that? Oh, yeah. Well, let me get you some other ones. Then the Dell. Who unplugged those for me? Let me see that one and I'll plug in somewhere here. I don't know who did those unplugged. Ah. I don't know if I have enough length. Yeah, no, because that goes over here. See, here's the whole thing with community okay. radio is when somebody. Where's that one going? Let it fly. Yeah, let's let it ride without my apologies. But somebody unplugged my headphones on me, and I got to get on them about that. That's my set here, and here is. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I think I got it. Uh, I got got one over here. I think that's going into my headphones. See, you can't see what I'm doing here with all my cords going around. It, and this is what we're going to be doing over the next week: is getting all of this stuff. Unplugged, replugged, and getting a brand new studio. Now, somewhere this one is going down, and they have got this underneath something here. And it's, I I just, there we go. Now I'm set. And, dun dun. Do you ever have those? You know, it's where you come into the studio. This is all what's live radio. There we go. Now you are set. Yeah, well, and we have that every now and then too. Well, let's go. All right. So, how's your volume there? Good. It's good. All right. So, uh, ah, are we? We re- think we're ready to do this, folks. This is KZSM, Rob Burke, your host here on Revolving Door on a Sunday afternoon, a hot Sunday afternoon. We are at one hundred and one, and I made this man wait outside front, and uh, but I don't think the. Uh, guitar got too warmed up. I think uh, uh, we've got this in in tune for us here. And uh, let's bring your mics up and bring everything going here for us. There we go. So, Angelo! Hello, hello. There you go. And uh, you can hear yourself, I can hear you, and we are all good. So, all right. right. So, I played Wimberly Girl there, which is from Tex Porter, who actually lives in uh, New Braunfels. But... Cool. You are from the area here, and uh, so tell us a little bit about you and who you're, you know, where you're playing and what uh, what you're up to.
1: Sure. Uh, well, I, I live in I live in San Marcos, just just up uh, just up uh, Hilliard Road, um, and uh, I've actually been living in the area for for about a year. Okay. Um, moved here from, from lived in the Austin area for a number of years. Originally um, originally from uh, Canada, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. um moved uh moved to the u.s in 97 lived in atlanta for a few years moved up to vermont lived up there for 14 years um and then uh, decided to move somewhere a little warmer uh warmer today is an understatement and uh <laughs> you're yes. yeah, so thankful and,
0: for what you wish for exactly right? yes. that's exactly right so uh so yeah so here we are and so, okay so um you got out of here uh, so what brought you down from austin that got you here
1: well um my wife and i have a number of uh energetic young dogs and they needed some room to run around Uh, that's a good enough reason and uh we had one dog in particular who was uh fence fighting with the dogs in in an adjacent property and uh, we adopted her quite suddenly one day and i was like okay we need room for this dog to run around because she's going to make us insane hang out here so uh so yeah so thank you to gertie the uh Uh, now three-year-old, two- or three-year-old Australian shepherd who brought us to San Marcos. Uh,
0: Thank you, Gertie. We do appreciate having you here. And um, and living out Hilliard is a little different because it's – yeah, we, we call that the Hilliard Hillbillies if, if you have never heard that phrase before out there. But I mean, it's getting to the hills outside of San Marcos, but yep. that's where you can go and actually find still some space to, yes. to settle in out there. Yes. So, uh, and it's one long road to get into town, which now, as long as you don't have the floods, you're good yes. to get in and out. But uh, that's the other problem about living out there. But.
1: Yes. <laughs> well, the, the new bridge is supposed to take care of that stuff for us. So, hopefully, our- we won't have to take. Test it soon I, we're gonna you know. keep
0: our fingers crossed it is about seven years so uh, we'll see what happens yes. but so coming from Canada by way of Austin and coming to here and let's uh, let's go ahead let's roll with the playing some music for everybody that way they get an idea of, of sure. what you got and uh, why don't you set this first one up for us and then we'll come back and i want to talk a little bit more
1: sure well i consider myself primarily a, a blues player and i, th- I think the reason I, I was so attracted to texas in this area in particular is because uh, when i was learning to play way back when uh stevie Vaughn blew my mind mm-hmm. and uh um, I, I, there was something very distinct and special about it So, but anyway um, the blues is kind of where my foundation is and uh, uh, this one of the first songs I ever wrote actually I'll we'll kind of go way back to the beginning here so um, this is called Love in the Summertime and uh, this was written uh, for my very first girlfriend back in the day
2: Hot summer night, strum my six string on my back porch. Sweats are running in my eyes, and a warm July breeze wipes it away. Thinking about my baby. I see her face in the moon above. Nothing like a touch, oh, nothing like a summer love. I'm talking about my love in the summertime. Yeah, talking about my love in the summertime. Well, she's on my mind in the morning, on my mind at lunch. Never be another, cause she gives me just too much of that love in the summertime. Talking about my love in the summertime. Oh, yeah, well, hot summer night. Uh, Hugging and kissing on my back porch, well, sweat's running in my eyes, and a soft hand wipes it away. I'm talking about my love in the summertime, yeah. Oh, talking about my love in the summertime, baby. Oh, talking about my love. In the summertime, oh yeah, I'm talking about my love Well, in the summertime In the summertime In the hot summertime
0: Oh yeah, talking oh, yeah. about that summertime. That's a, that's it. a sh- one to start the show off here when we're at 100 degrees outside. Yeah. <laughs> So and yeah, you got the blues going there. And uh, so you were saying that you were playing up in Wimberley. That's, I guess, where I was kicking off with the Wimberley girl uh, stuff that uh, you were just playing up there uh, uh, last night.
1: Last night, actually. With uh, so my I got a little power trio blues band called Angelo and the Blue Dogs, Um, and uh, we do we do originals. We do some uh, you know we do do some R and (laughs) B covers. Uh, lots of old Chicago blues covers, some, some, you know, standards, some Stevie Ray and so forth. So uh, so we have a lot of fun with it. Um, you know, great time. I love playing live.
0: And I'm sorry, the fly likes you too. I, Apparently, he's, he's, yeah. He's coming around me and then buzzing over there. I, I'm sorry. It's, uh, um, so you were talking about Stevie Ray Vaughan. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, you know, of course, Cheatham Street, you know, is, uh, you know, the home of Stevie Ray Vaughan here, you know, when uh, back in the 80s. Yep. And uh, so have you gone over and uh, done uh, any of the uh, uh, open open nights on Wednesday nights there or anything at Cheatham Street?
1: Not as of yet. It's on my hit list to go. I've done open mics um, at uh, I've gone to Middleton, um, done their open mic there a number of times. Yeah. Um, and uh, that that was kind of my introduction. I've, I've gone to the, the, the blues jam down at uh, Jack's, yeah, uh, as well um, on Wednesday, there, on nights, Wednesday too. nights. There, so, mm-hmm. um, but uh, you know, we've been transitioning to living in the area for the last year. There's been a lot <laughs> of, of there's been a lot of things to change. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, I for for work I commute up to Round Rock. Uh, oh, three geez. to four times a week, still. So, oh. so time is at a premium. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, you know,
0: you you can't really do a lot of uh, playing in the car and uh, you know practicing to and practice sending there, stuff yeah. off. You yes. can sing. You can sing and practice. This is true. So, yeah
1: can't really work on your chops though your guitar (laughs) chops so you gotta gotta find other ways to to make that happen so but uh, yeah I've heard good things about um, that that Cheatham Street Circle so it's definitely on my hit list
0: yeah get on down and uh, have. uh, oh you know the memories of Kemp Finley are still there and uh, we we like to talk about that here in San Marcos so Um, with Stevie and you know it's interesting that You know, George Strait, we used to have all of these folks coming down from Austin and coming here to San Marcos. Mm -hmm. And it seems like we're swinging back that way now where with... Live music is just not there at 6th Street anymore. It's not, uh, you know, it's DJs. It's, uh, you know, Austin is losing a lot of the live music. It's coming this way. And uh, we're seeing that. uh, Martindale uh, down in uh, Lockhart here, you know, it's it's moving our direction. It's getting up to, oh, Dripping Springs. It's going out, you know, in the hill country itself that we're seeing this.
1: Yeah, I think... I think part of the reason for that is because, I mean, the nature of music has changed and, um, you know, the the newer... I, I think that, I mean, there's certainly many, many young acts that are coming up who are, are you know, blues-based, country-based, guitar-based kind of stuff, but, uh, you know, the, the flavor and, and the way music spreads now is different. So... Um, you know, I, I think in in Austin, it's uh, it's taking on more and more of a corporate feel as it grows and and as it yeah. becomes more more of a more of a jobs and more of a tech center. So um, it's just a natural progression of of, of growth. So um, I guess it's good to to have moved to a space where it's you know the blues and all that stuff is still hot.
0: Well, so. it's it, I don't it's it's hot and uh, I guess. It's that there's still that flair, that flavor, that uh, of, you know, San Marcos was always kind of the hippie haven south of Austin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we've always had the the musicians and and had that here for everybody, and we want to keep that. And it helps having Texas State here as well, yes. and, and bringing in with the college community brings in a lot of uh, people that are playing and listening. But you're right, it's changing with the styles of music and the things that are that people are uh, the corporate. You're right.
1: Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how it goes. I mean, when you've got so much, uh, you got AI starting to boom now, and um, I, I think invariably these things go in, in cycles, and, and certainly that'll always play an influence, but uh, you know, we, we see there's cycles where things become a little bit more automated and digitized and maybe a little bit more formulaic, and then suddenly there's a swing back to um, more of a human-produced uh, from it, the heart, from the gut, kind of kind of style and, and tone. So
0: it's interesting, yeah, because I've I've had this conversation with some people this week. we were talking about the AI, and I, I I've got a little bit of a background back in the computing side of things, and it's interesting that people think that oh, you know, it's all of these things. It's going to be smart. No, it's just it's regurgitated. Yes. Okay. Yep. So if you take and you give it, oh, here's some bars, here's some things, and it knows what people zoom in on and what people think, you know, that they like, right? right? You know, music, you, a lot of it is the when you are 12, 13, early teens, what you get that you like, that ten, generally tends to be the styles of music that you, yes. you know, it, it changes throughout your life. I mean, it's not locked in. But. We, if we like this song, we like another. That's the whole thing with uh, Spotify,
1: yeah. You know,
0: and yeah. but if you don't try something new and you don't get that live, you, you come into some place if you're just relying on the computers, yeah. And you don't just walk into a bar, walk into Jack's Roadhouse on a Wednesday night and get to hear, you know, uh, Ace Pepper sitting there, okay, yep. who's up next on the blues, yeah, right? It's that's how we can avoid the AIs. You know, yes. that's how we can avoid the same stuff because that's that corporate. That's that you're just going to get locked into the same routine. You're going to be in that same cycle.
1: Yeah. And and seeing things live is where you get your inspiration as well. That's when you, you're thinking of, of one particular part or trying to play something a certain way. And then suddenly you see someone else do it and you're like, oh, that was different. I wasn't expecting wasn't expecting that. That really works. That that fits beautifully. So and yeah. I, I never I never thought of, um, you know, I never thought of a of a of a of a guitar based blues band covering a Ray Charles song, for example. Right. Things like that. So uh, you know, it's it's good. That's where inspiration comes from.
0: And it is when you're around others and you've got that kind of community. I mean, we were talking a couple weeks back about, um, you know, Bob Dylan. There's so many people that cover Bob Dylan, but his, he did his songs that you can cover him. But look at all of the different ways that people have covered Bob Dylan. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's a cover, but, you know, that answer. Who would have ever thought, you know, Jimi Hendrix doing All Along the Watchtower? Yeah. No you kidding. know, and that, yep. that is now 30 years later, 40 years later. Well, shoot, it's almost 50 years. Uh, yep. it, you know, that it is uh, that people are still liking that song. And that version of yes. it, and so many people know that more than they know the Bob Dylan version.
3: Yeah,
1: what's fun now is is that I, I think in the there's a new crop of musicians coming up that that are covering many of these old songs and, and doing the, their own updated versions of them, which are which are very interesting. I, I hear a lot of that with some old '70s Fleetwood Mac and oh, yeah. that kind of stuff. I mean, there's there's uh, and there's a lot of there's a lot of great vocalists that are, that are out there right now too. So. Um, you know, it's, it, I think it's easy to get lost in, in uh, uh, what what might be formulaic, but uh, it's it's really positive to be able to see new, live, exciting versions of things happening.
0: And we've got our guests for 7 o'clock, so uh, come on in and have yeah. a seat. We are live on the air right now, and uh, Angelo is here with us, and we are uh, talking music and the blues and uh All those great things that we talk about here on Revolving Door every Sunday for you. And we're going to take a quick station ID break. And we'll be right back with you. KZSM.org, True Community Radio.
4: Roots, Hosted by Kathy Lara. Our past, our present, our future. Join the conversation. Hear the stories. Every Sunday at 7 p.m. right here on KZSM.org. Your true community radio station in San Marcos, Texas. Hey, this is Ted from Brother Roscoe. You should listen to Metal Mark, even though he will never have us on his
1: show, because he's badass.
0: Bye. Hi, this is Steve Chelmsford reminding everyone to catch my show, The Mop Tops and the King, featuring an hour of the greatest two artists in the history of rock and roll, Elvis and the Beatles. Every Monday evening at 9 p.m., right here on KZSM. San Marcos Community Radio.
4: Please join La Sociedad Mutualista Coahuatema on Saturday, July 1st, as we celebrate our 81-year anniversary with a reception from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. to be followed by a dance from 8 p.m. to midnight. Music will be provided by DJ Cowboy Loco and live music will be provided by La Distancia. Admission is $10 at the door. Guauhtemoc Hall is located at 1100 Patton Street. For more information, please call or text 512-775-9002 or email us at sociedadguauhtemoc at gmail.com.
0: And that'll be coming up on the 1st of July. Coming up, uh, a lot of great things going on here over the summer in our neighborhoods and in the community. So uh, make plans and come on out. So talking about making plans and coming out, you're going to be up at Middleton Brewing coming up uh, in a couple of weeks too. we
1: uh, will be this coming Saturday. Uh, I'll be playing with uh, uh, my, my good friend Arch Underwood plays bass. We're going to play a little acoustic duet at uh, Wimberley Market Days. Um, on the pavilion stage, and then in August, mid-August, I'll be in, in uh, Middleton's.
0: And Middleton, yeah, and, uh, yeah so. right in the middle of the summer. Yeah, it's but uh, gotta like it. It's a great place to be yep. inside. Yeah. And uh, but if you get a chance, okay. Even during the summertime, when the sun is going down, it is great to go up there because they're open until 10 o'clock. Okay. Mm-hmm. But this is, since it is a brewing company, it's not open until 2 o'clock in the morning. And you don't want to be driving Rancher at 12 at 2 o'clock in the morning. That's but right. Uh, it is, it's since. You know, you can go up and get whatever kind of brew that you want, and try some different stuff. And you know, you may only get like I know here in town maybe three or four different kinds of things at Middleton, but you can go up there and get all the whole run of all their different stuff. My my favorite is Bobcat Red there. And it's
1: I tried I tried a uh, stout there. They, they had they had like, I believe it was an oatmeal type stuff that was. It was phenomenal. What did you, it, was, I, it, was, it was it was like liquid meal. Yeah, so, so I was, was going to say that's incredible. that's
0: the stout is too heavy for me. I'm, I'm more it is of an a, acquired taste. I'm Absolutely. more of a pilsner kind yeah. of uh, with my beers. But yeah. uh, I but you can go up there and you can get uh, what I'm trying to think of the, the board that you can get with the the different uh, samples on it that. Uh, there's a name for that stupid thing. Uh, but you can get a, a sample of their different styles and try the different ones. Yeah. That's what's kind of neat there. Yeah. But uh, And get a sample of music. That's right. And it's coming up in cool August. Cool spots, so. great
1: tunes, and, and, you know, good drinks.
0: So how can people get, get a hold of you and find you in other ways? I mean, you so, know, uh, social media, all that yeah, good stuff.
1: So um, I think my Facebook page is Angelo Maranakis, uh, songwriter, guitarist. Um And uh, I've got a website, uh, bluedogmusicatx.com. Okay. So, and usually gig dates are on there and so forth. So.
0: Bluedogmusic.com.
1: BluedogmusicATX. ATX. ATX. Yeah. Ah,
0: okay. Because mm-hmm. we don't want to confuse it with somewhere up north.
1: That's exactly, <laughs> yes. Yes. So, uh, yeah.
0: Because, well, but Blue Dog is, well, Blue Dog could also be a whole bunch of political stuff here too in, in Austin. Um let me get back to music. I mean, I don't need to get on about that. Um, so, how did you get into? To, have you always played the blues? Have you always been playing? Is it, this just something that came well, later in life?
1: It, I, I picked it up in my in my late teens, and uh, I mean, I grew up in in the in, in the eighties, uh, in the late seventies, early eighties. So, so I I grew up through the whole. Uh, Eddie Van Halen revolution and uh, I just, when I started picking up a guitar, it became very apparent that my finger speed wasn't quite at <laughs> Eddie Van Halen levels. So, uh, but the blues was, was, felt very natural to me. I, did a, I studied a lot of Hendrix um, and I, I dug back, listened to a lot of old uh, Helen Wolfe, Muddy Waters, all the way back to Robert Johnson. Um, and, uh, you know, the blues came very naturally to me and it felt like home. So, so that was that, that. That's been home. I've I've branched out into in different areas. I love learning different styles, um, but the blues has always felt like home.
0: Yeah, and it's uh, it's always home here at KCSM. Yeah. Uh, we're glad to glad to have you on today. Yeah. So let's uh, go on ahead and give everybody another. You want to set this one up? for Sure. A
1: so, um, so uh, I, when I moved to Texas in 2014, um, about six months in, I met the lady who's my current wife. Um, and uh, you know, having met, met in uh, middle age, um, once we got through the, the first uh, little while of all honey-dovey, lovey-dovey stuff, pretty soon one of us was waking the other up telling him to stop snoring. Uh, usually I was being the one who was told to roll over because I was snoring too loud. So um, yeah, And periodically you'd wake up and one of us would either would be in, in another bedroom or something. So uh, that inspired this song as a bit of a laugh, and this is called uh, The Snoring Bed Blues.
2: I woke up this morning, my baby, not by my side I woke up this morning, yeah, my baby is not by my side Well, I found in the other bedroom, said I was snoring loud all night Uh, Well, I know she loves me, but my snoring does shake the room I know that girl loves me, but my snoring does shake the room. Gotta fix this problem now, brother. I'm not getting on anytime soon. Well, I went to the doctor and told him my story. He didn't have nothing. Stop my nose some more and I talked to my dad, and he just shook his head. Said some for 15 years, your mama been sleeping in a separate bed. Well, I know that girl loves me, but my snoring does shade the room. I know she loves me, but my snoring does shade the room. Gotta fix this problem now, brother. I'm not getting on anytime time soon. All right now. And I went to the doctor, told him my story, and he didn't have nothing now. Stop my nose from roaring. Talked to my daddy, and he just shook his head. Said, son, for fifteen years, your mama been sleeping in a separate bed. I know that girl loves me, but my snoring does shake the room. I know she loves me, but my snoring does shake the room gotta fix this problem now brother i'm not getting on anytime soon all right
0: The snoring blues. (laughs) The snoring
1: bed blues.
0: uh, I I do. I I was cracking up over here. Come on, you know that's why we're in separate beds. That's right. It Mm -hmm. it does get that way in marriage. Okay, you know, as you're going, eventually, you know, stuff that you're never really sure when that change happens. But there's those changes that happen that you just, you you know, that when you are in the first two years of marriage versus 10 years and 15 years, right?
1: You're not sure when the switch flips, but when it flips, you know it flipped. Exactly.
0: (laughs) And so I love it that uh, we can write a blues song about it. I was looking... um, down at your website just a little bit yeah. uh, and uh, as we were talking about uh, there right before the song uh, Blue Dog Music ATX.com and you've got a list you know Number one, you want to, you know, folks to know that you are available for dates and for gigs and things that are coming up. But I like that, yeah, here's the songs that we can cover. Here's our classic rock and roll. And I, I like the seasonal stuff. And as I'm sitting here, it's like, oh, yeah, Time Warp. Uh, yeah. you know you do a version of time warp I yes. got, I, I just have to say that is a, a fun one that is. but you're you're going back everything from Albert King BB King you know howling wolf you know some Johnny Cash muddy waters you know all the the, the good old stuff sweet Home Chicago Robert Johnson mm-hmm. you know all the the classic stuff and then you got your covers you know that everybody's going to want to want to hear when you're out and I like that you, you know wreck Edmund Fitzgerald and uh, Carolina on my mind you know yeah. in my mind I'm sorry. Um, so when you're out, you know, is that something that you, you tend that people want to hear more of the covers or more of your original stuff? Or how do you pepper that in? How do you get a feel for the, well, the audience?
1: I try to structure a set where I'm, I'm playing about 30, 30 to 40% originals um, and then Depending on the location, you know, you'll you'll pick your covers accordingly. Um, so if it's a if it's a venue, when we moved down here, we were living in Fleurville for a little while, and there was a real nice little wine bar I used to play up there called the Three Legged Goat. I used to play yeah. there really regularly, so people get to know you, and so you can throw a few curveballs at them. So you throw an old um, you throw an old song that you grew up with in Canada. And, uh, you know, you don't want to do too much of that because you don't want to push people's patience. Um, hmm. But at the same time, you know, they'll appreciate some of those curveballs that you throw Gordon at them. Gordon Lightfoot's so.
0: safe Canadian, okay? Gordon you know. Lightfoot
1: is pretty safe. You know, there, there's some others. Like I would throw some Tragically Hip in or some some Kim Mitchell that would, you know, people would be like, I've never heard this before. This yeah. is different. Um, but, you know, if, if you do something honestly and with a good sense of humor um, – I think I think people enjoy it. So it's about it's about trying to read the room, and I, I like the the list that's on there. There's many many more songs. That list needs an update for yeah, sure. Uh, it caught but, my eye. That's yeah. all.
0: It was just because uh, I don't always see that on a musician, yeah. and you it know, just kind of it gives me an idea of your your yeah. breadth of uh, of coverage. You yeah,
1: know? I think there's. I mean, the influences I've got a, a good amount of. Uh, You know, prog rock, like 70s, 70s, 80s era prog rock uh, type of influence as well. Um, You know, there's I grew up in Toronto. So, you know, Rush was a big band up there. They're 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 in my DNA. Um, what about know, Triumph? So Triumph, Triumph versus Triumph. Rush. How, Triumph how do you feel a, there? <laughs> I love Triumph. I saw I saw Triumph on the Thunder Seven tour at Maple Leaf Gardens in Toronto, and it was spectacular. So we, I, I, yeah. we
0: had this discussion deep this week over uh, somewhere over some beers. I know uh, you know we were going on. We had a whole bunch of people going on back and forth about Rush versus Triumph. Okay, so not versus, but just yeah. the difference between them. The different yeah.
1: style. I mean, I think Triumph was more a little bit more of a of a I, I guess more of like a, a hard rock pop t- type yeah. of band and, and Rush were, were more prog. And um, I think if you, if you listen to interviews with Rick Emmett, um, you know, I mean, he was very into trying to write, at least while he was part of Triumph, he was trying to write for commercial purposes, if you will. And he, he came up with some really good stuff that was executed beautifully, had some very, um, you know, he showcased uh, his talent, that was on there. I mean, and, uh, God knows the guy can head. sing yeah. like, or could sing back then like crazy. I mean, that's that's a voice that'll make you. If you got a deep voice like this, say no, I can't sing. I'll just play. So, um, but uh, you know, Russia, we're always of the idea of we're going to do what we want, and we don't care what anybody thinks. Exactly. You know, hopefully you like it, but if you don't, we're fine with that too. So, um, and I, I actually really appreciate that spirit because, uh, you know, when you when you're a musician, if, if you if you take what you're doing with, with any degree of seriousness, um, you have to do your best to, to play from what's in your heart. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you put it, do your best to put it out there honestly, and and uh, hopefully people appreciate it. All
0: right. Well, it, it see you never know where these interviews are going to go. Okay. I you know well I, we had that discussion. It just kind of fell into place, right? Sure. You know. Yeah. Uh, so I've got Angelo is here with me, yeah. and uh, Angelo Marinakis right. uh, is here in the studio with me today. And you can get some more information on him on BlueDogMusicATX.com. Uh, We're gonna take quick station ID break and uh, Kathy is going to be in here at 7 for Riasis and then uh, stay tuned because I scheduling today got really screwed up but we are going to do the second half of Revolving Door coming up after uh, Riasis tonight at 8 o'clock so we're going to be back but uh, let's take a quick station break we were talking about uh, stuff that's going on down here at Cheatham Street this is something you can go and check out tomorrow for uh, Soldier Songs and Voices be right back with you mm-hmm.
5: Hey, y'all, this is Diesel D., host of KZSM's Veterans Hour. I want to remind everybody that Soldier Songs and Voices is meeting every Monday at Cheatham Street Warehouse from 5 until 7 p.m. If you are a veteran or active service member of the Armed Forces and want to learn how to write songs and play guitar, stop by Cheatham Street Warehouse located at 119 Cheatham Street or visit us She's online at soldiersongsandvoices.com. Watching l-
3: the daily news.
4: I'll tell you what's in the Daily News. Story about a guy who bought his wife a small ruby with what otherwise would have been his union dues. That's what's in the
5: Daily News. Read the latest news about KZSM.org, your true community radio station, every Sunday in the San Marcus Daily Record. Look for our call letters in the headline of our exclusive column. The San Marcus Daily Record has been serving our community with news, features, sports, and opinion for over 100 years. Pick up your copy at your nearest grocery or convenience store. To subscribe to the print or electronic editions, go to www.sanmarcusrecord.com or call 512-392-2458.
0: Hopefully you should picked up your copy of the San Marcos Daily Record today, Sunday, and we did have our we're talking about all the changes that are going on here at the studio. And we're going to be taking the studio down for our live show starting uh, Friday night. It'll be our last live show, and then we're going to take two weeks off, and we're going to be uh, playing. Uh, We're still going to be playing. We're still on the air, folks, but we're just not going to be doing the live shows because we are going to be coming in here and taking out the stage. We are going to be taking out uh, a lot of our old wiring, our old stuff that we have in here, the old lighting, and doing this totally new. But we're still in the same building that has been here for over 120 years. Big Huge ceilings in here. We've got the floor. still our wood floor. You're still going to have some beautiful sound. But we're going to open it up a little bit, uh, and we'll... Ooh. Still have uh, same interviews and everything else, just a little different going on. So uh, if you do want to come on down this week, take some pictures, uh, see us before we make all those changes, and then uh, stop on by the studio. We're going to be working hard. Uh, mind our dust and all the changes that we're going to be doing over the next two weeks and then coming back at you. And uh, We're going to be going here on the air coming up in... Um, uh, we're going to be uh, getting our frequency assigned to us by the end of July, and then we are going to be live uh, on back on the air coming up by the end of October. So lots of great stuff going on, and Kathy is in here for Aces. But uh, right now, let's go on back to Angelo here, and let's. I'd like to get two more songs in here real quick, cool. but uh, we'll take a quick break in between, but uh, why don't you set this one up for us?
1: Sure. So um, I wrote this one. Uh, back in 2018 or so 2017, 2018, um, help with the arrangements from a a friend of mine uh, lives up in, up in Austin. He's a bass player. Carrie props out to you, buddy. Um, and, uh, this is called, god what is this song called again it's called (laughs) it's called it's so easy so and uh yeah there you go so uh yeah this song's called it's so easy and uh this was inspired by uh political arguments on facebook so uh so here we go
2: it's so easy to speak your mind It's so easy to say something unkind It's so easy to talk the talk Well, not so easy to walk the walk Well, everybody's talking, speaking their truth Everybody talking, trying to break through Everybody talking, thinking out loud When nobody's listening, yeah, just too damn proud Hard time and trouble Got us up in hot We don't see eye to eye Cause it's, yeah, just too hard Well, I thought I knew you yeah, but I can bet Well, what I was thinking, yeah, baby and Now what I'm No, no, no what I'm gonna get, no, no time and trouble Yeah, got us up in hearts Well, we don't see eye to eye Cause it's, yeah, just too hard Yeah, you think you know me Yeah, but you can bet What you're thinking, yeah, baby now where you're, no no, no what you're gonna get, no no
0: a chord change at the end there for us and uh, uh angelo is here in the studio with us playing some blues for you and just as a reminder you are going to be uh coming up this next week uh you are going to be where and
1: saturday uh from uh 10 to 2 during the nice cool <laughs> part of the day um on the outdoor uh, main pavilion stage at the wimberley market days uh with uh my good friend, Arch Underwood, who is going to be playing some bass.
0: All right. And yeah. uh, going out to market dates next week up in Wimberley, if you haven't ever had a chance. Yeah. yeah. Me from the flea market side of things, yeah, there's some cool stuff you can find up there. Yes. And, uh, so uh, get, get on out there. It's always busy. But uh, it is going to be another hot weekend going into the July 4th weekend. But yeah. uh, uh, And. Thank you for coming in. I appreciate you being here tonight and uh, so fun. and folks can uh, find uh, Angelo Marinakis is uh, out there at com, and you can also listen in on SoundCloud, Instagram, follow on Facebook, all those good things from that location right there folks and uh, also keep in mind that uh, he is available for private parties and uh, weddings and Bar mitzvahs and, you know, whatever, right? You know, I don't know how many ba mitzvahs we have in the hill country, but. uh... (laughs) Okay, wait a minute. Give me a call. We'll talk about it. (laughs) Yeah. All right. KZSM.org. And thanks for coming in, being on Revolving Door. Let's leave them with one more here from you,
1: okay? Sure. Um... Okay, yeah, so we'll do. I'll do this one. This is fun. So, um, so uh, my uh, my wife and I uh, adopted this little uh, Jack Russell Terrier mix, um, who, uh, despite my best efforts, um, you know, I've, I've. I'm actually. There was a, a time when I was a professional dog trainer, oh, uh, positive that's how you reinforcement get so many. stuff. Okay. So yeah, so I got a lot of dogs in my house. But yeah. anyway, uh, we adopted this little guy who'd spent the first six months of his life tied up in someone's backyard, mm-hmm. um, and uh, he was. But he's a he's a terrier. He's a Jack Russell. So he's got a mind of his own. Um, he's he's a very happy little guy. Uh, we love him very much. Um, but. Uh, this was written in frustration and trying to, to train this guy, um, trying to walk him around the neighborhood uh, and teach him how to walk on a leash when there's bunny rabbits running around left, right, and center. So, um, so this is uh, this is called uh, "You Are What You Are," and it was written about uh, our little Jack Russell Terrier, Vito. So.
2: I tried to tell you But you had your own mind I tried to show you But you had your own time I tried to make you But you had other plans I tried to fake you out But you made your demand. Well, I gotta tell you, baby You are what you are Ain't gonna change now, baby You are what you are I gotta say now, baby You are what you are Ain't gonna change now, darling Cause you are just what you are Well now I'm not one to give up on you, I've always been a patient fool, but you're stretching me now way too far, things start looking better, but you are what you are, oh yes, yes you are. I think I'd better face the facts I got my ideas but you got your own track Well, I can't change ya Cause that's just how you roll I guess I love you your way then Yeah, that's how it's gonna go But now I gotta tell you, baby You are what you are Ain't gonna change now, baby You are what you are I gotta say now, baby You are what you are Ain't gonna change now, baby Cause you are Just what you are You are what you are now Oh, what you are yeah, now.
0: Yeah, you right. are what you are, and uh, Angelo is here with us tonight. Thank you for coming in, and uh, you can also catch him sometimes with his full band, Angelo and the Blue Dogs, and you can find this at Blue Music tx blue music atx.com yeah blue dog
1: um, music ATX. blue dog I still com. blew that
0: blue dog music <laughs> atx see uh, uh, you know you I, I, I do it too okay, it's okay. so uh, I almost
1: forgot how that last song started too Rob so, so we're, we're, we're even it's there all good. you go it's the heat yeah.
0: today we're going to blame it on that coming That's up right. next Kathy is here in the studio races thank you very much for coming in tonight thanks and for having uh me. enjoyed it and folks stick around and then right after Isis we're going to have the second half of the show tonight so keep Tuned in tonight. Thank you very much for tuning in. You are listening to KZSM.org, True Community Radio, San Marcos, Texas. And we're going to leave you with this tune here, start you off. It's a good Rogering. We've been playing this for you here on the studio, and uh, this guy is here in the studio to talk about this, but this is Hands of the Conqueror. Check it out. Rogering off of uh, CD Systematic Paralysis uh, that they released last year, but uh, getting a whole bunch of stuff that came to us here this year. And uh, I have got a singer and uh, guitarist. Uh, introduce yourself, introduce your bands. We're going to be all over the place yeah, here talking uh, for the next hour.
6: Yeah, well, thanks for having me. Um, so, yeah, as you said, that was a good Rogering. That's sort of my brainchild. Uh, that uh you know more or less my brother and i started it and it's been running about 15 years now we've had uh you know some some different rosters we were a trio for a while and we got, a lot of times we're a quartet two guitars um bass and drums kind of standard rock kind of thing and but we also have keys you know so um it, it just kind of depends on the circumstances of who can tour and who can play but well, you know, sometimes I I like the big full sound. That's what I try to write for. So, that's my you know rock band. We uh we, we're kind of all over the place. Whether it's uh, you know we tap into blues and funk, but we're we're primarily hard rock, and you know we do the metal and all that too. So, um, yeah, that's that's the primary, uh my my primary band. Um, and then I've been playing also in a in a more uh metal uh like kind of thrash progressive metal band with another member that has uh been with a good rogering for probably four or five years now tim driscoll just a insane musician guitarist uh you know composer and uh so yeah we've been in uh in runesguard they asked me to join that when a little shortly after that was up and running which was sort of up from the ashes of from uh dead earth politics which was uh around for for good Ten-plus years, uh, played with them in our, our early days, and uh, uh, just was, was always kind of one of my favorite bands. So I, I toured with them in 2017 and, and saw things sort of coming apart <laughs> during the tour, which can happen, you know. Studios and tours can really can push a band to its limits. Well, uh,
0: and then that's 2017, and then you go forward a few years, and everything came, came apart. Everything came yeah. apart,
6: yeah. Crazy time. It, it's weird, man. I mean, it was an awful Awful time, you know, obviously. Um, in some weird ways, for me, it served as kind of a break. and I was just stuck in in the house with my fiance who flew down. She lives in San Francisco and we met here, but we we go back and forth. She ha- has a job up in the Bay Area. And um, <laughs> but she had come down for a weekend show. I want to say it was March fourteenth uh, that both a good Rogering and Rune guard were playing, actually and uh yeah and we were kind of I think San Francisco was the first place to shelter in place and a few days later she was like gosh what should I do I don't know can I well I guess just stay and we'll see what happens four months later she flew you know but but fortunately she was able to work remote the you know I've been a music teacher for a long time we were all kind of forced into online lessons and I didn't take too bad of a hit I mean for the first few weeks everything was kind of chaos and but things got re you know up and running and we were able to work and and watched a lot of you know like everyone right we watched like Tiger King and <laughs> Ozark or whatever the hell and uh, you know I got really into Bob Ross and wanted to be a painter for five minutes and but yeah I had a lot of fun just like just doing I did a hip hop song at that time just joking around with sort of kind of have some different aliases here and there that um yeah you know you and
0: got to do some different stuff you know different that stuff you, you hadn't thought about several
6: remote things too i mean i had um probably one of the, the coolest things i've ever done i was invited to to do a guest vocal track with uh Kirk covington and carter errington i don't know if you are familiar with those names but they are absolute beasts the guys that the kind of guys that play at the elephant room on the regular and just slaughter you know i mean like really high level you know rock jazz fusion musicians and uh Carter actually lives over in uh, England now, but he's still back and forth. But and yeah, you know they asked me to do that. I did that. I did some other songs uh, for some other people, primarily actually uh, vocal stuff. Actually, um, but yeah, you know it was it was in a weird way. It was it, even though the the world was coming apart and uh, we were all just glued to the TV, like God, what in the hell is happening? You know and masking up and doing all the you know crazy stuff going to the grocery store and spraying our groceries with you know all these crazy things and, and we were
0: and, and worrying about toilet paper yes yeah and then right
6: and all that crazy stuff man and it was it was a super bizarre time but but I'm I was thankful that you know my fiance was with me and we were able to just kind of hunker down together and and spend some quality time together you know so it wasn't the worst. Uh, you know, it wasn't as bad as it could have been, and it was certainly far, far worse for many, many people. Having said that, I mean, we all uh, know people who passed, and right off the, you know, yeah. in, even in twenty uh, twenty one, I think our the first show in a good Rogering came and played back, it was, uh, you know, um, a, a like a memorial sort of show. In uh, we did it, you know, a couple of those. So yeah, it was a, it was a weird, strange you know, sad time. And, and then I had a whole tour, uh, with another band, the invincible czars that, uh, we were like watching, like, is this going to happen? What do we do? You know, the whole thing that was going to be April in uh, 2020. And so that whole thing fell through. And Mm -hmm. I had just joined up with them and toured with them the prior year on the East coast and was looking forward to a West coast tour. Um, and then that just, that whole thing fell through. So we finally toured again, invincible czars, toured again, uh, last year, a huge, like, two-month tour-ish, uh, you know, uh, September, October. And what that band, they've been around for a long time. If you don't know, the Invincible Czarzar, they're an Austin-based band with a kind of a rotating cast of just stellar musicians. And uh, the band kind of started as an eclectic, you know, Zappa-esque Mr. Bungle, you know, these kind of influences, stuff that's right up my alley, too. And I'd always heard the name and thought it was a cool, cool thing. But What they ended up doing was kind of getting into this uh, niche market of like uh, composing for, started at the original Ritz, you know, downtown Alamo draft house, composing original music for uh, old silent films. And at this point, I, I think. I think the band has done nine or ten films and has been touring and building a circuit for the last decade or so more. So,
0: when they go out and tour, do they play those silent films yes. behind? Okay, yeah, that's well, a neat idea. Yeah, it's
6: a little different depending on the setup of the venue. So, obviously, we play out a lot of Alamo draft houses, which tend to have yeah. a kind of good floor space and a big screen. Some are gigantic, you know. And uh, we usually set up on the floor and face actually the screen. The biggest, it's kind of the opposite of most bands where, and, you know, a good rings or something or, some, or a rune scar Yeah, oh man, you guys are so active and lively and, you know, the energy and the blah, 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 and it's like the focus of the performance along with the music, right, and that, that high energy sort of type rock show. The czar is one of the best compliments we can get is just when someone's like, I totally forgot you guys were even there, you know, it's like, but, you know, because you're just sort of, you're watching the movie and listening to the movie to the music to the, that sing, you know that we're playing in real time to the movie. So it's it's not about us and and look at us. It's about watching the film while we play it, and yeah, it's a really cool gig. I've always been really into soundtracks and and you know video games and TV themes and all this kind of stuff. And so I think it was a really natural fit when I got invited. They hadn't had a keyboardist in a long time, and I got invited to go on the road in 2019 as a keyboardist so and since then i've uh uh composed you know wrote some stuff on the dr caligari soundtrack that we're touring on this year um along with nosferatu which is kind of like the standard every year and what last year was the perfect storm because after not being able to do the summer leg they would always do like an april or sorry spring like an april may sort of spring west coast and then a um uh, like a, a you know Halloween season October tour of the of the East Coast that was kind of what the standard thing was for quite a while, and then COVID threw a wrench and everything. So we said, you know what? On the heels of that, we reworked uh, the the Nosferatu soundtrack that they had been touring on since 2015. Totally reworked it, re-recorded it. We actually recorded Caligari over the pandemic. We recorded the entire soundtrack remotely, all of us. Okay. And so we're re-recording that now, and a little you know kind of polishing it up and. Given it the same treatment we gave Nosferatu last year, and then we... So we ended up doing now, instead of these two legs, it's just been one big tour, and it worked out great. It was a phenomenal tour, like, just sold-out crowds all across the country, Canada. We were on the road for two months, and so this month we're... We're we're leaving late August and doing the entire country so uh, and all most, the way through are, early are November. Are most of
0: these like in uh, like Alamo Draft House? You know, it's it's in theaters. Yes. Or is yeah. It always music venues that no. you then put up a. Rarely. You
6: know? Every once in a while, we'll we'll play something like that. There's a few music venues and they'll they'll put up a screen and we played outdoors before even where they have these like sort of inflatable yeah projector screens or whatever. Uh, but yeah, most of them are in actual proper theaters. You know, that are designed to show a film art houses. Um, and some of them are, are you know, kind of little small, intimate places with couches and all this kind of stuff. And some of them are just just huge theaters, you know, like uh, the the Rio in Vancouver, the Crest in Sacramento. Um, I mean, there's a there's a ton more. But uh, oh, the music box, I think it's called in Chicago, about you know these these places seat five, six, seven hundred people. Um, and yeah, it's just a really, really cool. Unique gig, man. So it's it's always fun going on the road with that. We're in the we're in the sort of prep mode of that right now. You know, re re-recording. We revised and now we're re, re-recording and, and uh, pretty much about to be mixing. I think mixing has begun on on the new and improved uh, Caligari soundtrack. And so what we're doing is we're touring on that, but we also have a lot of Nosferatu shows. We do a lot of double headers, but we'll play. You know, go sell some merch, have a little break, and then go play another film. So it's pretty intense, man. You know. We're... I
0: I just I, I love this one. I, okay, so you can go and find out more at uh, Invincible Czars. Okay, Czars is C Z A R S for those mm-hmm. of you that uh, want to get uh, down and dirty on this one. Invinciblezars.com. Hey weirdos, the Invincible <laughs> Czars make cinematic experimental rock for music nerds, horror, sci-fi fans, comic book geeks, lovers of cartoons and humor, anyone with a complicated relationship with heavy metal, classic music. Uh, do you like primus Frank Zappa, Devo, Danny Elfman, Goblin, Tchaikovsky, Monty Python, and Louis Armstrong? I mean, yeah. How do you get all of those onto one music website? I mean, I you know. know, that's crazy.
6: Well, they've done, uh, you know, they they do they have some quirky soundtracks. Before I was in the band, this stuff dates what you know back down to 2012. I think their first record was 2005, which was original, and then they did a version of sort of like reimagined, uh, reinstrumentated uh, stuff from from Tchaikovsky's 1812. Uh, they've done just various, you know, bits and pieces of classical, you know, so to speak, music. Um, like I said, nine film soundtracks, and we did a van over the pandemic. We did um, a Lagrange uh, cover of Lagrange, and these are very different than the than the original, than right? The original. The different yeah. instrumentation, different time signatures. You know, we always try to reimagine the tunes. Uh, but we did Lagrange. We did, um, and then we did an actually uh, after Eddie Van Halen passed away, the guitar player and sort of head czar, right? The the guy who's been running this band for I guess about twenty years now is. Uh, Love Van Halen, right? And so, you know, we're all musicians. How can you not respect and love Eddie Van Halen? So we did a tribute to Eddie Van Halen and just uh, reimagined a few of those tunes, and then Josh wrote an original guitar piece. So it's a four-song EP, and uh, we just had a blast making the music videos, just kind of having fun and being ridiculous and really went, you know, kind of, uh, you know...
0: um,
6: Just kind of unorthodox, you know, uh, versions of the songs that some people are like, how dare you? (laughs) But I think a lot of people, the kind of people that like this kind of stuff that we do. I mean, when you look at the influences, Zappa and this kind of stuff, it makes sense, you know. So um, and actually the the czar. So we're doing this tour through late August through early November. And then uh, we're going to go. We just logistically didn't work out for this year, but we're going to do the czar's turn 21 and actually play a, a rock show uh next early next year i think the dates to, to be determined but i want I, I have a feeling it's probably going to be like the second weekend of february and i i don't think the czars have played a rock show and pushing a decade it's been a long time so that'll be a really cool event so
0: so how do you juggle all three of these different yeah. projects with being on the road and then you also you teach music
6: yes yeah it's like that's my <laughs> my, my day job and uh It's funny you ask that because I've actually been like going, I've got to get into other things. I need to have hobbies like because music's like my job. I just do it. It's all, it's, it's in some capacity every day I'm doing music, which I love, but it is, it's, you know, it's work. Uh, And the teaching, funny enough, I mean, a lot of times it's like I can get, you know, when you get into the business logistics, this is primarily what I do with a good rogering, you know, obviously the writing of the music and playing shows and all that, but booking, trying to book a DIY tour, Um, These kind of things are just a pain in the ass. And so for me, like um, some of these, you know, the teaching is kind of cool. You know, it takes me back to that place a lot of times of like, oh, yeah, music is fun. And I see someone else who's not all wrapped up in the business of it. And, and, oh, I got to promote this and I got to make this and I got to go fix that and call this person and book, book this and check up on that and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, we're just having fun talking about music. And I love sort of enlightening people, right, to the language of music and seeing them, oh, yeah, I get, you know, and so that's fun, man. I've been doing that for over 15 years now, teaching guitar and piano. Uh, I've worked at a few different schools. I was at Lone Star School of Music for years and years, who was a sponsor a few years for my festival I started back in 2018 called Skunk Fest. And, um, and then the they had several locations, and then the one that uh, I primarily worked at was bought out by this company called Ensemble music oh gosh i think <laughs> anyway velocity music academy they had a location in cedar park it's kind of a blanket company there but right. and i i could not be happier with that place I, I love it man so i'm there a few days a week i have my private students and uh yeah there's that and then now the bands though you know will kind of like like the czars will get really intensive we'll kind of have a writing I, I did recording for this latest soundtrack the cabinet of dr caligari which is a a freaking awesome movie if you've never seen it. I'd never even heard of that movie, man. And <laughs> I, I, know, I highly recommend it. Yeah. If, I mean, these movies like that, I've, that and Nosferatu were both done. Caligari was actually done before that. It was done in 1920, and I think Nosferatu was 1922. 22. Yeah, because we just yeah. did the, that was saying the perfect storm. It was the centennial anniversary of the film. It was right off of the COVID where everyone couldn't go do anything. Yeah. And I think we just, the numbers were insane. People were coming out. They were loving it. We were, you know, we had really upped the soundtrack and, and what we were bringing on our end. So, um, you know, with new merch and a DVD and the whole thing, and it was just a huge success. Um, And so, yeah, and so we're kind of doing the same thing with this uh, Dr. Caligari soundtrack, but basically I was like, okay, prepping, I started this year booking, which took, oh man, what a nightmare. It's it's not something I enjoy at all, I hate it. Booking this Good Rogering West Coast tour and, then kind of was, we were prepping for that. I was out in San Francisco, came back. And then what we were doing, I was recording piano stuff with the czars, you know, the weeks leading up to that. Hit the road for that, came back. And now we've got just a handful. We I think we had about 25 dates all, all together between that tour and then a bunch of regional stuff. Like we just played Lubbock and Abilene a few weeks ago. We're doing, um, I'm really excited uh, talking to Good Rogering now to be playing Sam's Burger Joint in San Antonio, man. That is a venue I've wanted to play. I've been to. I have played there with with another band, um but but getting uh, a good Rogering in there uh, took a little took a little effort. So I'm I'm really excited that um, that we're playing that. And then we're the only band, you know. It's an early show, which everyone a lot of times. Well, I wish you guys played earlier. Four bands we played 11. Things we're like, hey, this is your opportunity, right? We show up. Doors are at seven thirty. We play eight thirty. It's just an hour and a half ish of a good rogering, and that's it, man. So, that's that's going to be cool. And then we're back at uh, Come and Ticket Live here in Austin the following night, uh, Friday, June thirtieth. Um,
0: and then you're going to yeah, be here at Jack's then Roadhouse, then yeah, so Jack's Roadhouse, man, in
6: San Marcos, and on oh, it, man. We have not played San Marcos in years. Um, I can't even remember the last venue we played. I, I remember playing Gold Crown Crown Billiards oh, here man. in the you know 2000 right when the band started, you know 2009, yeah. 2010 we played some gigs there and for one more
0: that was knocked down here yeah well i was just
6: on the square you know earlier and I, I i knew it wasn't there and i i remember always hearing the name triple crown but i never played there so yeah um, and i've and heard triple
0: crown you, you had gold crown and triple crown gold crown was kind of the i don't know gold crown was the rough one the dingy okay. pool hole. i heard there was yeah. like
6: a drive-by shooting there and the and the window <laughs> of where the band stands is facing the outside yes. where the cars are and it's just like yeah that doesn't really make me feel super comfortable um, no. but I mean we had some good shows there we had some fun times there um, it was and a good was, venue
0: I mean I, I liked going in there and uh, I saw some good bands and uh, you know it, it, you had Triple Crown at the same time you know we had a lot of stuff going on On
6: I remember playing a place called Lucy's uh, yeah. back in like maybe 2007 or something like that with another band a prior band um, yeah so I mean dude. Yeah, it, Lucy's I'm,
0: was here on the square yeah yeah, yeah
6: on the square upstairs um, yeah. cool place and uh, so yeah, I'm I'm very excited to be back down here uh, in San Marcos, and we're playing with Stitched Up and Inch of Dark, with their both, which are uh, both just great friends of ours. You know those those bands. So, um, yeah, that is a Saturday, is it not? I think that's a Saturday.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. Jack's uh, Jack's is going to be July eighth, Saturday, uh, eight p.m. And uh, you can get all of this if you go to a good rogering don't make me spell all that out for you, folks. That's not that hard on no that D. one. Yes, <laughs> a good rogering. That's true. There is no D. It's not like Mister Rogers' Neighborhood. It's R O G E R I N G. And I don't know. Is there is there a na- difference in that or what? What's why no D? Ah,
6: uh, well, I mean, I guess i'm sure i mean there's obviously people like it's in roger i guess roger uh, and then rodger i guess but rogering are you familiar with the with the uh, euphemism euphemism that's what i was
0: gonna no that's what i wanted to get into there yeah (laughs) Yeah, real quick and then we're gonna take a break here
6: i was uh, in england several years ago and uh i was i was staying with a buddy of mine a brilliant musician who's actually played on uh a couple of good rogering tracks on our lifeblood album back in 2013 when he visited texan texas and i remember him getting off i had gone to england i met him in la years ago and uh hung out with him and his really gracious family we did some recording and stuff and uh, it was just funny when he flew over here and got off the plane in Houston in, like, a black coat and black jeans, just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, this was, like, 2012 when <laughs> we were, like, for three – or 2011 or 2012 when it was, like, three months straight of the temperatures. Oh, were, yeah. We've been experiencing for the last two weeks just brutal, brutal, you know, triple-digit heat every day, relentless. That was, it, like,
0: one of those years that it was, like, we were counting how many days. Yeah. Over 100. Over 100. 100. It was I just wildfires like everywhere. Crazy, yeah, yeah. yeah.
6: Horrible. So – yeah, that was a, a definitely a weather shock experience for him. But, yeah, anyway, so I was over in England, uh, recorded some stuff with him, um, lost my train of thought. Where were we?
0: We're talking about good rogering, where rogering oh, yeah, comes man. from, the euphemism from uh, the English.
6: So when I was staying there, like, so I just wasn't feeling good. And they were having, like, a little family get-together and some friends and stuff. And I went downstairs in a bar and like stand there making a drink and I just get jolted, pushed up against this bar and I just hear this like bear hug by this little Welsh dude. He goes like, looks like someone could use a good roger you know, and I'm like, what? and I'd heard the phrase, but I mean, over there, you know, they, they would have this slang that I started getting used to, but at first, like, because this was real North England, Newcastle area almost a scottish accent a very very thick accent like i couldn't even understand my friend's dad for a couple of days you know like what (laughs) Uh, excuse me oh he wants he's asking if you want breakfast right but anyway so the good rogering thing and i was always just a story i told and uh when we just were starting this band i I mean i think we're the the, you know conceptualizing it my brother and i and uh the original bass player blaine mott who i played with in in a prior band called quarter Shackle our drummer Mike Molina who came just a little later but me my brother kind of had some songs I had expressed you know to Blaine we had become you know close musical colleagues about wanting to do this project so he got on And we were just, we were throwing names around. Nothing was sticking. then one day my brother said, why don't we just call the band a good rogering? And I said, hmm, all right, let me Google that and make sure it's not a porn site, which it was not. (laughs) And to this day, 15 years later, I'm like, was this a good decision or not? I don't know. Because some people are like, oh, well, I can't wear your shirt. It's in your window. And other people are like, that's the great, your name. I love it. I've had more positive, though, more people that are like, I love the name. I love the name. So many impulse buys just with, you know, I heart a good rogering and, you know we've got some of those those kind of shirts and and so I think you know despite a few naysayers who are like oh you got to change your name I'm like nah I'm I'm sticking I'm I'm 15 years in man <laughs> huge record label we're like we really want to do business with you but you have to change your name I'd be like fine outside of that the name's sticking but that's where it comes from
0: you've already got it going well hey we're gonna come back and uh, I do want to talk about the Skunk Manhattan and what and your uh, uh, all of your uh, uh, what was I going on that one? You're uh, uh, getting everybody together and uh, what, what was...
6: Skunkfest? Fest? Skunk Fest. Or... The skunk fest. Yeah.
0: There we go. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I was going to come back on the Skunk Fest with it. Uh, <laughs> uh, let me take a quick station ID break. This is KCSM. You're listening to Revolving Door here on your True Community Radio station with Rob Burke. We'll be right back with you.
4: Are you interested in receiving information about a free mammogram to check for breast cancer? Community Action Incorporated can arrange for you to receive a free mammogram through one of our local medical partners. If you do not have medical insurance or live in a low-income household, if you're age 50 or older and need to receive your yearly mammogram, or if you're experiencing breast pain or any other concerning breast symptoms, please call us at 512-392-1161 extension 322 for Spanish, or 342 for English. Or send us an email at breastcancerservices at communityaction.com. This has been a public service announcement brought to you by Community Action Incorporated of Central Texas and KZSM Community Radio in San Marcos, Texas. Do you
1: love listening to great music? Are you interested in topics that can blow your mind? do you like having a good time when listening to the radio if so then listen to into the gray friday mornings 10 till noon into the gray is a public interest radio program we can all enjoy that's into the gray friday mornings 10 a.m until noon on kzsm.org in san Marcos, texas
0: some of the great shows that we have here on KZSM for you every week. And uh, this is going to be the last week of live shows for us. Uh, starting next week, we are going to be on uh, listening to Encores as we totally gut the studio. We are, we are going to be coming in here and taking everything out. And putting it all back together again, we're going to be getting some new equipment in here and some nice. new looks, and you know you got to do that every now and then. Yeah. It's uh, we've been going for seven years, and uh, we're picking up the uh, license from the uh, city of San Marcos. We've got the counties helping us out. We're putting some stuff in here for emergency broadcasts, all those good things for everybody. But it's a good time for us right here in the middle of the summer. Hey, it's indoors, okay? I'll, oh, I'll take yeah. that one, you know? And uh, we're going to be uh, pulling out the stage that we've got here. All of this is coming, we're going to move over to the other side of the room, and uh, we're going to kind of be a little bit more open, but then But we're it's all have-
6: done under one air conditioning, so that's good.
0: Yes, yes, and uh, hopefully that AC stays going and we don't screw it up or anything, but... Uh- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, In Texas, yes. Uh, Here, here listening on uh, uh, Revolving Door. And uh, let's go on back, because I I was asking you beforehand here. I wanted to, uh, there we go, and uh, Skunk Manhattan, yes. And I I screwed up on that. But you've got the, uh, it's the uh, guitar vocals at Skunk and Sarah. What the heck is Skunk and Sarah? (laughs) I I was just, I'm going back through some of the stuff here.
6: Yeah, there's a lot of little little things here and there. Actually, uh, um, my website, which I, I don't do as much with, but I do have it synced to where the dates, whether I'm doing solo acoustic gigs or Good ring Rune's Garden, Bazaars, whatever, those are all on my website, skunkmanhattan.com, along with just um, pretty much all the things that have been released digitally through the years. Um, I think, you know, dating back to probably around 2010 or something. But uh, um yeah, yeah. So there's there's a lot of different band names, and some of them I was, you know, sort of a, a fill in or hired gun. You know, some of them I was a member of the band for a little while. Some of them are just one offs, like some of the COVID stuff. You know, just did that yeah. kind of stuff. And Skunk and Sarah. So Sarah is my fiance, and you know we met back in you know we met here in Austin or you know in Austin um, several years back, and um, Funny enough, she had seen... Uh, we were opening for Skid Row, which was one of my favorite bands funny. when I was young, and she loves Skid Row.
0: And you were opening for Skid Row. Yeah, no, so we opened...
6: You
0: know. <laughs> not Sebastian Bach or not?
6: No, not no. Sebastian Bach. He hadn't been around for for a quick That's minute. That's what this, I thought. Yeah, like, no, no. What, People I,
0: come back anymore. Yeah, I don't know the history. There's,
6: I think there's some bad blood there. But mm-hmm. uh, I do know... Um, well, you know, it's funny enough... Uh, well come back around to this but my buddy of mine and I during COVID with nothing else to do started a podcast in 2020 and one of the the guests we had was Rob Hammersmith the current drummer for Skid Row and he's been with them for probably a decade or more at this point super nice guy really cool guy and I was fortunate enough to go with a friend of photographer uh photographer Kaylee Rose of Cairo Media to see them in Vegas um last year and sarah and i you know we met all met up there and uh we we got so yeah we just kicked it with skid row and and actually we're filming you know we were you know mm-hmm. filming them during their uh they in their set and everything and uh um but their new singer uh eric this uh, eric wow i mean it, dude it's it was kind of surreal because we went and we did an interview with rob and then you know we went up to their dressing room and everything and just kicked it and everything and he's like you know here this are hanging with Skid Row and here the, the the drummer's like can I make you guys some coffee <laughs> and the singer's like got this beautiful you know multi thousand dollar taylor acoustic guitar and he's like do you mind if I warm up it's like please by all means yeah. dude like uh-huh. and he just like don't
0: mind us wow yes.
6: and that guy can sing so when we opened for him in 20 man that was that was probably 2016 i think when when we opened for him here at come and take it and uh or in austin rather um, and they had, uh, I think his name was ZP, was their singer at the time. But through COVID and their album, whatever things didn't work out, I think he was overseas, and I'm sure things were, were, were complicated for multiple reasons. Uh, so they got this new dude, and um, wow, this guy's not and just knocks it out of the park, man. So when we saw him in Vegas, it was the residency they were opening for the Scorpions. So bonus, got to see the Scorpions, who were phenomenal. Um, and uh, but yeah they've they've just been killing it man those guys are are uh are really cool but anyway so we come to find that uh sarah had seen that show ends up taking lessons at the school that i taught at and and uh you know came to find that she likes Good row she found out we you know that our band had opened for them started coming to our shows and running you know and then we became friends and she started running merch and this and that and and yeah, over time, it just kind of uh, blossomed into you know uh, good friends and became a relationship. And uh, so that's where Skunk and Sarah comes from. Because she, she actually had played bass when she was younger. And that show inspired her to start playing bass again. So she got into lessons in playing bass. And then... <laughs> I've thrown, you know, just thrown her up on stage acoustically as I tend to do. Anyone who's played with me knows, like, I'll just be like, play this song. Well, I don't know it. Yeah, you do. Go. Here are the chords. Go, you know.
0: <laughs> but just, I, I knew there was something there. Oh, yeah. I, I just had to ask. That's our that.
6: super, yeah, just a really fun thing that we, we do here and there when we have some time.
0: So tell folks about Skunk Fest. Let's, let's get into that just a minute.
6: Yeah. So Skunk Fest, uh, we, we kind of started dating on the heels of that, actually, I think. <laughs> but uh, she... um I got, yeah, Sarah actually shoved cake in my face at the end of that one. I think she brought a cake the first couple of years. So it was the first year we did it. It was, it was kind of a new, fun, exciting thing, all locals, but I did have a band come in from Louisiana. I think we had a band from San Antonio maybe. Now, where, Houston. Where did you have this? This was, was a at come and take it live for the okay. first, for the, uh, well, for three years. COVID really threw a wrench in things, obviously. So 2019 was great, uh, really great camaraderie. Uh, some of my, you know, I'm not gonna name all the bands, but you know, a good Rogering played. It was RuneScape's debut show, actually. Okay. Um I think Slayterica closed that one, which is a Metallica Slayer Pantera tribute band. Um, and Finite Fidelity, a band that we all love, was, was on the bill amongst a lot of other great bands. And the thing about that show was, I was kind of like, I got up on stage and sung a song with this band. I sang a song with that band. And then I did back to back a Good Rogering and RuneScard shows. And it's pretty, you know, especially RuneScar is very demanding music, very fast, very technical. And that was. That was that, and then a good rogering where I'm running around and singing. I mean, I was so freaking exhausted. And funny enough, we had and a sp- you were putting you know you and I was guy. logistically managing the whole yeah. thing and all that, yeah. so it was exhausting to say the least. I mean, there, when I do these certain times, there are times when it's just like I don't get to sleep for you know 24 hours or something. But when I got done and off the stage at the very end, I got on with Slaterica and saying Cowboys, <laughs> and I was just taxed. Got off stage, we had a sponsorship because our bass player, Samuel Alvarado, worked for Juiceland at the time. We got a sponsorship through Juiceland. We had these big coolers of gallons of juice backstage, which was great for the artists, man. You go back there and just get yourself yeah. some you know, electrolytes and whatever. And so I got off stage, and I was just Chugging. Just chugging a gallon of beet juice. I mean, I drink probably at least a half a gallon in one chug.
0: And did that come back to haunt you yes
6: it did well next <laughs> i mean i felt great and i, I lived I, I you know but the next day when i woke up and peed i was like oh my god why am i peeing blood <laughs> oh okay it's beet juice jesus christ <laughs> i definitely had a freak out moment there for a minute yeah. like oh god I, yeah. I
0: knew there had to be something when you eat you drink that much beet juice yeah okay? no i can yeah I'm, uh, I'm here
6: to tell you it uh, it will change the color of your uh, <laughs> But fluids.
0: so where is skunk fest now i mean is it still going are you continuing it is it a regular deal am, or is it kind of off and on
6: yeah well off and on because of covid and i'm going to continue it but this year scheduled was was i just decided don't don't kill yourself you know like i, I would just i had you know was the the good rogering tour that just ended in may but we'll be on the road for two months two and a half months with the czars and i was just like there wasn't a lot of room to really squeeze it in. And I didn't want to put that pressure on myself because the it has been. A, it's a lot of work and it's a lot of stress and yeah. pressure. Uh, so, you know, I tried different things. We did it at Come and Take It 2018 and 19. Great. 2020 happened. was going to bring it bigger and better. Had a headliner all set and ready to go. COVID happens. The whole thing falls apart. Mm-hmm. 2021, I decide to try to expand it. Um, you know, I, I'm pretty bad sometimes about doubling down when maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> And, well, I actually had a whole big thing uh, ready to go at Empire Control Room, multiple stages, the whole thing. But this was in the middle of COVID, with some weird restrict, a lot of weird yeah, restrictions, restrictions at the and time, yeah, funky stuff. And then I think it was Omnicrom or one of the um, variants, you know, COVID popped up. A person here got COVID. A person there got COVID. A few bands got nervous, dropped out, and we started going. Oh man, you know, this is. It was just really iffy, you know, with with right. the kind of money on the line and everything. So we really, just had to pull the plug on it. And I took it back to come and take it and just said, all right, well, let's just do two, like a Friday, Saturday, lower, you know, without being so grand, without, you know, 20 bands or whatever, all in one night. I think we just did like six or seven. Right. And uh, I did that and that was cool. But because it was during, uh, you know, COVID, it, you know, it was a little a little more sparse. And then I even tried one in San Antonio and I won't go into too many details <laughs> on this, but um, due to reasons that were completely out of my control, just negligence uh, on the part of... Um, um, venue, sound people, et cetera. It, it was uh, a disaster, quite frankly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, so I, I don't think I'll be well, doing that again. Do you, but
0: Do you think it's because you kind of keep a foot in San Antonio, you keep a foot in Austin mm-hmm. and uh, now you live where?
6: I live in Austin. I'm going to keep it in Austin from now on, I yeah. think, you know, unless I end up completely moving and just one day I pop up and do something in the Bay Area. I was just kind of curious, you know,
0: you're going to be down at Sam's. You know, we yeah, were talking yeah. about getting in there and, you know, how Sam's, you know, they were like, yeah, heavy metal, trying to get you in there with a good rogering, yeah. you know. I'm just kind of curious because there is a difference between the two areas and, and yes. the music and, you know.
6: Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. I, I think, uh, well, right now... I remember living in LA, you know, 20 plus years ago, uh, when I was a wee young lad, and uh, there was a lot of tribute bands on the Sunset Strip, and that seems to be everywhere now. Tribute bands, just tribute, tribute, yeah. tribute, and I get it because, you know, I'm not saying I'm not blaming COVID for all this. This is the way of the world with the internet and the way things have changed over the last two decades, and then also now, then when COVID happened, I just think, especially people, you know, in a, you know older demographic or that are I don't know I don't know what people are doing in their 20s you know at this point but like uh you know they're, i don't they're, it's they're not tiktok okay yeah they're, you know i mean it's it's everyone's getting their own 15 minutes doing their tiktok videos and all this no, kind of it's stuff even
0: less than that i mean you know that's the whole thing it's now down to yeah, a couple minutes yeah you know and that's the attention span yeah, yeah. and i just
6: can't get into it man i mean it's just overwhelming the amount of of stuff i mean it's just yeah. like what am i even watching you know i mean you know it's like i i I'm guilty too. I mean, I'll watch, you know, pandas fall out of trees and, you know, mm-hmm. you know, hippopotamuses do, you know, I like <laughs> watching zoo animals, you know, whatever. Everyone has their thing, but like it's, um, yeah, all that kind of stuff's not that interesting to me. And I just, I don't really ever want to compromise. Um, I don't not I shouldn't even w- use the word compromise. I just, I don't want to just do the whole, like, look, I got to act like a jackass on TikTok to try to get attention for my music, but it feels very kind of backwards a lot nowadays. It's like the music is secondary, where once upon a time, it was like a rock show was the thing to do. It was Friday, Saturday night. Let's go out. Let's go watch live music. Let's like be interactive with people, right? Whereas now, you've got a zillion options. You could sit at home and live. You could do you know all these different things. So I think it's, I, I understand the tribute bands bring sort of a nostalgia factor. And you're automatically going to kind of pull because people are already like, oh, this is music that I love and reminisce, you know, whatever, right? So it makes sense. Um, having said that, I think... It's even more difficult, I think, for original rock bands, you know, right yeah. now. It's it's a not an it's not easy, and uh, we've been very much trying. You know, we played with a lot of different bands and a lot of different styles. And honestly, uh, with a good rogering, I'm not talking about RuneScape because that's definitely more in the strictly metal genre. Although we did do an acous we 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 did do an acoustic uh, EP during the pandemic. That was another one recorded. Oh, At least my parts were recorded rem- rem- remotely and um, so you know we mix it up but yeah. we're known if as a ever, metal band get like the time a brutal come assault in. I'd, I'd love yeah to dude I, come
0: in here and do an acoustic set i know? would love to and, do that yeah. absolutely would i know love it's to do just that. trying to get everybody going and we wanted to get you in here to talk yeah. about the shows and, and i'd everything. be happy to, to do come. that I,
6: I really enjoy doing the solo gigs too where i just play cover tunes i mean a few yeah. originals and kind of switch between guitar and piano and and that but that's what i did on that ep was i played piano you know and we did an elton john cover we did um we have an actual instrumental piece where i'm playing piano and tim's playing classical guitar we've got strings we got a trumpet on there so it's a very different and then at the end there's a couple of singles we had put out one of them was an iron maiden tune but but in terms of the live shows for the most part you know runescar is a proper like metal band but a good rogering there's a lot of crossover and i i've found that i don't really like to play with super heavy cookie monster bands like i just don't (laughs) like it I, i like playing more with sort of melodic rock bands yeah i think we just work better with that and i've really been pushing to try to get us into these venues like sam's you know like hey you know like we're 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 not just a scary or, or, or metal band, you know, yeah. like we have a lot of versatility in our sound. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of pushing for that. I'd love to play places like the Saxon Pub in Austin and and these more, you know, um, I think it's called 310 or something. These these little more prestigious places. But real quick, back to Skunkfest. The last one I did was at Railhouse out in Kyle, which is a fantastic wow. venue. Um, and the roster was just off the hook, man. Like uh, I, I went complete non-metal. And I wanted, to, I wanted to throw old and bl- new blues guys out there, like Chris Duarte, who was a oh, yeah. huge influence of mine ever since I started playing oh, yeah. guitar. So that was really cool. Uh, a guy I had met in, in Las Vegas named Stony Curtis, and they had both worked with legendary producer Mike Varney, still do. Um, and I had Chris on my podcast, and we talked about it. But that was cool. There was a camaraderie they met. Jared James Nichols is a young, up-and-coming sort of blues rock guy. He was you know one of the headliners. Um, yeah, but the whole roster was just disgusting. And unfortunately it was, it was, uh, th- freezing that day <laughs> and it was an outside venue. So it, it, uh, it, you know, it definitely hurt the turnout that we were hoping hoping for, but, um, yeah, you know, go big or go home. I tried something totally different. And I think after that, with my busy schedule this year, I was like, you know what, I'm going to take a year off. I'm going to reevaluate venues, talk to some people. And, uh, you yeah, know, maybe we'll be back next year. I don't want to kill it, but I needed to give myself a year.
0: <laughs> yeah, keep us posted. Yeah, you know, for sure. Because we're, we're doing a lot of stuff. We just, uh, we're setting up for the uh, Summer Metal Fest uh, that Metal Mark does. Uh, I think I
6: saw that, man.
0: Yes. We just, uh, I've got that locked in now for the mark. It's going to be starting us off on a Thursday night. It's going to be the 24th of August. And uh, I despise going to be the headline that night. We still got some other bands that we're getting lined up there. And then we've got uh, Friday night. Is going to be here at the porch, and okay. then we're going to be at Jack's on uh, Saturday night.
6: Okay, cool. And so, that's when is that? This that coming? is
0: going to be coming up on the twenty fourth, twenty fifth, and twenty sixth of August uh, coming up here. So oh, okay. we've that's got right to, when
6: I hit the road. Yeah, yeah. I might be able to pop down here on that Thursday. We probably, we're leaving either that Friday or Saturday. I think our first show is in Houston that weekend. Yeah, let us know. We'll see yeah. what's
0: going on here and talk to Mark. And we're, so
6: that's different venues each night. That's different cool.
0: venues. Well, they, the whole idea on it is seven eight 78666. Six bands, three nights, okay. okay, and that's the, you know, the heavy metal, and yeah. we, uh, we've been doing this now, uh, it's going on our fifth year that uh, Metal Mark has been uh, doing this, and we bring bands from both Austin and San Antonio and in between and you know local bands here out of uh, san marcos and uh, you know we've got uh, all these and we're actually going to have a couple bands that are going to be coming up uh from probably from uh, the del rio area oh now. wow you know we've got, never played there yeah, yeah it's, it's kind of interesting that metal mark is now picked up by the blitz down in uh, del rio okay and so uh their uh, uh the transmitter is over actually in mexico And so he's on Mexico. So every Saturday night, the show that he records here on Thursday night gets broadcast down there on Saturday night. And so now we're picking up a lot of folks that, you know, from the valley to San Antonio to Austin. Yeah, we're expanding on that. And here it is from this little station here out of San Marcos, Texas. That's great.
6: I I was, um, you know, my my grandmother when I was a kid uh, lived in Del Rio. So we'd always go down there. And this was back in the day when the speed limit was 55. Ugh, what an <laughs> awful drive! Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> from, but uh, the um, yeah we were supposed to play, um, and I've never played um, Laredo, and we were actually supposed to play this Friday Saturday of this weekend, uh, but the venue got bought out or something in Laredo. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> a, a little while, like a month ago or something. So that's we're like, okay, cool, we'll talk and figure out. And then we were gonna do Harlingen too, but that bill kind of got. A little out of control like there was so many bands i said you know what like i'd rather would just kind of put a, a smaller bill together with like sort of the and like in, and in. so i think we'll we're going to try to do a, a texas valley run probably won't end up being until next year now but yeah man i'd love to get down to um to those places and we played hand, uh, corpus a handful of times um
0: well, hey, let's take a quick yeah. break. We're almost uh, got just a few more minutes here in the show tonight. I uh, got Skunk Manhattan uh, in here with us on this uh, portion, And we're talking about, folks, I'm going to come back. Let me do this one real quick here. So you've got three bands that we're talking about here right now tonight. So you got a good rogering. Go uh, check that out, A good Uh They're going to be at Sam's Burger Joint on June 29th. They're going to be at the Come and Take It Live up in Austin on June 30th, Friday. And they're going to be here in san marcus july 8th on saturday at jack's roadhouse so that's coming up just around the corner here then also you can get uh let's see runesgard is one of your other bands and uh, so
6: wow listen to this uh runesgard has had a rough run of it this year okay so we started off i think the last show we played uh was december because started the year with our bass player slash engineer having thumb surgery. So we knew we were going to be out for three to six months. And then in that time, uh, the drummer was in a really bad motorcycle accident, a hit and run up in Dallas where he was playing a show with another band and broken jaw, broken collarbone, broken forearm, just, uh, just a disaster. We're very lucky. He's still with us. And I couldn't believe oh, it. Geez. when we, we finally rehearsed again a few months ago or sorry, a few weeks ago dude, he killed it. <laughs> you know, and I mean, this guy's an animal anyway, and and it felt great. So we actually, guard it, it just got announced. I don't even know if there's an event up yet, but we just announced it actually a few days ago. RuneSgard is making their return at Hanover's up in Pflugerville on July 21st, and a Good Rodgering's actually um, playing that show as well with a couple of new bands, Spider Goat and uh, Midwest Monster. So, yeah, man, that, that'll that be uh, kind of like Skunk Fest again. I'm doing the double duty on that one, yeah. Tim and I. But, yeah, we're excited to get no, to, you to get do back not. out there. Man.
0: I don't see that out there, but you can find that on runescar.com and uh, find out some more because they'll, they'll be getting that up yes. there about what's going on there. And then uh, Invincible SARS, we talked about uh, earlier, and you can get some more information at InvincibleSARS.com.
6: Those tour days should all be up probably the first week of july yeah. um that that's a whole u.s and canadian tour
0: and yeah, that's starting late be, august you got lots of stuff going on yeah hey let's take a quick uh, station break here real quick and we'll come on back uh, kcsm.org you're listening to revolving door your weekly connection here on sunday nights to how you can uh, get connected to the local bands be right back with you
5: kcsm.org we would like to thank the following businesses, organizations, and individuals for underwriting and supporting our 24-7 live streaming programming. Javuzem Graphics, Blue Sky Mortgage, Sid and Ellen Braverman, Marianne Reese at the Lifelong Learning Organization of San Marcos, Down to Earth Barbecue Sauce, Fast Blue Dahlia Bistro, yeah ghost note brewing serendipity wines the hill country free thinkers the san marcus art league tejas hemp and the whitliff collections at texas state university if you your business or your organization would like to promote and maintain true community radio in san Marcos and around the world find the donate button on our webpage, page kzsm.org or email sanmarcus at gmail.com to underwrite our programming. And thank you.
0: And back here with Skunk and uh, Skunk Manhattan here in the studio. And uh, we're talking about getting the the stuff together. You know, I talked about, uh, you know, we're just kind of getting the venues and getting all the bands to line up here. Putting together these things, you know, in six bands. You know, it's one hour. You know, uh, sets, trading them out. You've got to have your back line. Mm -hmm. You know, who's bringing in what equipment? How are we going to do that? You know, all of those things, you know, to keep these things moving. You know, you know that from the Skunk Fest. so many
6: uh yeah all the unfun behind the scenes logistical stuff where we're definitely not running around partying doing cocaine and hanging out at strip clubs man you know we don't have the motley crew 80s luxury like uh maybe that's not a luxury i don't know maybe we'd be dead but uh yeah i mean you know it's a lot of work and someone's got to do it now i do that kind of stuff in a good rogering i don't sometimes i'll book a rune show you know like we obviously have been on skunk fest which i book and then this one and everything but uh but with the Czars, I don't really do that. I'm more of just the uh, one of the writers, you know, and uh, and then and then you know doing the keyboards more the touring the members. Yeah. So, um, and I'll help with with certain things, but at a certain point, like the you know, you just you have to have a team, right? And the hmm. Czar's is, is kind of been building a network, so it's there. But you could always use more, obviously. Yeah, it's a lot. That's the stuff people don't see, and it, it's funny. I've had friends over the years. Oh, yeah, the studio itself. So I'd love to go to the studio, and they come to the studio and they're bored out of their mind because <laughs> it's just like cool. You can sit here for ten hours and watch us go. Uh, let me hear that over. again. Let me hear that yeah. again. Okay, let's punch Take there. Cake, let's yeah. do that. Let me do that one again. Yeah, you know, it's it's not exactly. But that's where I, I actually one of my favorite places to be. I'm really looking forward to after the Czar's tour. There, it's possible we may play something scar or, you know, a good Rodring um, in November, December. But I'm looking forward to probably going to San Francisco for a stint after that, and then really just sort of. Uh, getting back into the writing process. You know, we put this record out last year. We right. just put it out on vinyl, actually, this year. That's what I was going to uh, ask yeah. about. The, I saw First about time. the
0: vinyl. I need to get a copy of that so I can play it on my Monday night show. Oh,
6: man, absolutely. We'll, I do we'll vinyl confessions
0: every Monday night. Hell no, yeah. I'll be back here with you guys tomorrow night. I didn't I didn't really find too much. I'll, I'll find stuff out at the flea markets. So I, mm-hmm. I got I vinyl in the back here. I got stacks of it. Nice, man. And yeah. the whole rule is that this old guy comes in here and uh, for uh, two hours, and we play vinyl. And I got somebody who was going over here, and they were Gonna pick up uh, a record that uh, they were holding for them over here at the uh, uh, at Sundance, and uh, they're gonna bring it in tomorrow night. And I just opened the door, and anybody can come in here and cool, you know, put it on. Rune, so.
6: Yeah, RuneScard's popping its final Jerry as well, man. I mean, we finally. Got on that train. It's very expensive and it took it took yes. time. I did a Kickstarter and everything to finish the record. You know, we had kind of started and it was going to be an EP and then COVID happened and we couldn't do anything anyway. And I just said, you know what? I want to do an album, man, you know, and everyone's doing singles and EPs. And we are going to, Good Rogering will be putting out some single upcoming singles, actually. We do have a few songs in the works. One of them's almost complete, so we'll probably have yeah, another and single. Make sure you get it to us when you get it here on KCS. Absolutely, for man. It. And uh but the vinyl was just like you know that was a process that took time to 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 make it happen but it's so cool it's it's just different it's cool man it's cool to hold it in your hands and it just there's something about it that just is uh feels even more official it's like wow this is an album you know and
0: yeah and and that is something that you know you talk about the generations and that's what i find is is funny is that like today i was selling cassette tapes Okay, yeah. cassette tapes. They wanted hard. I had some. So funny. I got some stuff. Metal Mark got some uh, cassette tapes. And he, eh, I'm, I'm going to put some of these on. He wants me to get, we're going to have, after we get this changed over, we're going to have a cassette tape back in here again so he can play the old heavy metal cassettes. Mm-hmm. People are wanting to go back those old, you know, mixtapes that people used to make. Yeah, It's just so funny how this stuff comes it back. Is. Everything's you know?
6: secular, man. Yeah, it really and, is. And, Fashion, uh, music, all of it. But I think, yeah, it's been a slow burn kind of getting here. And now it's just like vinyl has outsold everything. And that's the big thing now. And and, and cassette tapes, too, which is like arguably with vinyl, you can argue the quality. Cassette tapes, really, from a technical standpoint, make no sense. You know, I think it's a nostalgia thing, you know. It's
0: nostalgia and it's analog. And I yeah. think that's the thing is that people have gotten tired of digital yeah. now, and they're wanting to get back to the hisses, the yeah, you know, all yeah. of those things. That, but you're right. I I never was a cassette tape fan, but
6: yeah, I mean it's uh, yeah, you know, and it's fine. It's what like we somewhat grew up with, and then CDs were the big new great thing, and now I mean, uh, you know, playing. That's one nice thing about playing shows is you'll sell CDs, not even a whole lot, but we've all anyone who's you know anyone that's done what I do. Can probably relate to this you just you have boxes of cds you're like yeah. crap you know so that, it's nice to try to get out there and sell oh, them we've But have got but our the vinyl.
0: players folks come in yeah. give us the cds we can get it on you know and it's we've got them in the back we know where but you're right it's just i'm selling okay so today at the flea market i'm selling cds for a dollar yeah i'm selling uh, my cassette tapes for three dollars yeah. uh two dollars two for five dollars yeah okay and i go figure well you we know. sell
6: the cds i mean we used to just making them all five bucks now you know sure. it's like we used to sell them for 10 bucks for an album and it's just yeah. like it doesn't matter what it's five bucks for a cd or we'll cut you you know we'll give you a deal and you know just uh, yeah. take them you know like but uh the Plus. vinyl like that's an expensive product it and that's a, so it's like now. that you yeah. can't just be like 25 oh yeah bucks. yeah 25 for sure yeah you know
0: 25 30 dollars and you know your production costs on that are crazy you know, but, uh, hey, we're almost out of time. I'm going to go on ahead, and I want to play uh, good rogering. Uh, this is out of reach. Skunk Manhand, thanks for coming in tonight. And, Thank uh, you And, again, me, Rob. make sure that uh, they're going to be here in town uh, for a good rogering on the 8th over here at uh, Jack's Roadhouse. Uh, and that is going to be Saturday night starting at 8 o'clock on uh, yeah, July 8th and then they're uh, going backwards here. They're going to be uh, next weekend up to Come and Take It on June 30th on Friday night, next Friday night, live uh, Come and Take It live up in Austin and then this Thursday down at Sam's Burger Joint down in San Antonio. So uh, yes, this is a good rogering and uh, make sure you get me some new tunes as you guys bring those out. And, uh, get those out. We'll get it. And Thanks for coming on tonight and we're going to have this one on our podcast out there and we'll have it out and edit it and on our encores but folks uh, thanks for tuning in I'm going to be back with you and uh, we're going to take a two week hiatus here and we'll be back uh, after we get this whole studio redone so uh, here's good rogering out of reach <laughs>
7: beside